0: Lunch break.
1: LUNCH BREAK! Hi everyone! Or should I say, Jiao <laughs> <laughs> Gak um, Yeah, today we
0: Ban!
1: Ha- yeah, today we have a very exciting and interesting lunch break. As you can see, I'm the only one from the Wang Fu team here. And we have not just three, four guests here today. Um, because we're going to do a lunch break all about being Vietnamese and growing up Vietnamese so yay let's introduce everyone so we have Michael aka Food with Michael has been on Hello. lunch break before and then we have DJ Rod Twins Jason Justin has Hello, also guys. been on here And we have a, someone new to lunch break, soy. (laughs) Food with soy. Yeah, so I'm really excited for this because this is something we've been trying to talk about for a really long time. And I feel like whenever I see you guys, I'm like, yes, be it pride.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We always try to speak Vietnamese to each other too. (laughs)
3: Yeah, mine is so broken.
1: So we have a plus one from our Patreon today. Our Patreon plus one is Han Do. And she requested Viet food. So did everyone get Viet food
2: today?
0: I Wait, didn't mean, Michael, didn't why is your face huh? like
2: that? <laughs> <We
1: didn't know. laughs>
0: oh my god, I forgot. Who forgot food? I forgot about I'm the totally
3: food. Good.
2: It's. I Andre, forgot food. You guys Hello. all forgot
0: food? Oh,
3: actually, You're I do. You're such a liar. Hold. No, mine's in the fridge. Let me go get it, mine's in the fridge. Oh yeah, mine too. Let me Let go get right, you know it. You it, you it me, know,
1: Can you guys see the chaotic energy already? This is why I wanted this group here. <laughs> I got my food from Golden Deli. I got Guantam.
3: Okay. Oh wait, yeah. I got I got my food. <laughs> I have a I have a mango. Oh my! I have a mango. You guys, you guys
2: know salt. how?
0: To
1: you? Fine,
3: right? <laughs> yeah. What I have a you... mi. Yeah.
2: What what oh, Vietnamese food? Yay!
1: Yeah, oh,
3: there we go. There we go. Yeah.
2: Soy, how, old you it, how old is it,
3: Michael? How old is it? Two days old. I didn't even
2: know what I got. Oh, I got. Oh wow! Bong that, bong that
3: looks great. Oh Ooh. nice. Is yes. that crazy?
2: Hey guys, I
3: know it's no like worries. lunch break, and you guys. <laughs> your food. No, I just found my food. It's in the fridge. I but, just. Didn't um, know. I'm really
1: grateful because I feel like there's not a big Vietnamese community, especially within like media and YouTube and LA, especially. So I feel like whenever I see you guys, I'm like, wow, I can be more in touch. With my culture and you know your mind of how bad i am at vietnamese <laughs> you're not bad no.
0: you're fun you're just kind In of just bad that's all oh wow
2: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah.
0: it's it's more it's yeah. more
2: fun that we're not that great at it if we were all great yeah. it wouldn't be fun yeah it right? yeah. <laughs> would yeah. just be like whoa
3: you're be
0: that's part of the vietnamese american experience is being kind of bad
2: <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> like good enough but not enough yeah yeah exactly i think it's interesting because all of us actually have like slightly different vietnamese upbringings So I wanted to like talk about that.
2: Oh man, well so I originally grew up in like Florida, so my Mm, Vietnamese experience was like very limited, Um, actually my whole Asian American experience was very limited until like college. Mm. And then I joined like the VIT club in college and then I was like, whoa there's so many other people like (laughs) me. (laughs) The funny thing is I grew up watching a lot of like Vietnamese dub dramas. You know, like, the, oh, yeah. the the Hong Kong dramas? Oh, yeah, my but mom shows. Yeah, Tao. Yeah, but for the longest time, I thought it was, like, Vietnamese people until, oh. like, the dubbing was off and they started <laughs> speaking Chinese. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, what? And then, so at one point in my life, I thought, like, my Vietnamese was, like, a very limited type of Vietnamese, but that wasn't the case at all.
1: Yeah, so I grew up in Southern California, and if you guys didn't know, Garden Grove is one of the largest Viet populations in the U.S. So, like, yeah, my family would constantly venture up there like on weekends and like so i feel like i was very integrated into like viet culture but i know like not everyone had that as well
0: so i actually <laughs> looked up on wikipedia yesterday okay. and it said that san diego
3: because <laughs> it said it what's said
2: san,
0: yeah. yeah san diego has heck of Vietnamese people i didn't know i didn't know mm-hmm, that
2: mm-hmm.
0: And, really yeah what's number one um number one was um, um san jose oh and actually yeah okay. and actually i thought oc was was number one for yeah, a, a it's while
3: not, right? yeah
1: I think san jose garden grove and houston
3: houston yeah yeah is houston houston another big,
1: big
3: yeah
2: another big Viet population yeah Very you can tell by the amount of vietnamese food i think
0: <laughs> yeah seattle was up there um portland was up there mm,
3: which was really
0: yeah it was super interesting but it makes a lot of sense so justin and i we used to live in uh vancouver washington and that's about five ten minutes away from portland
3: yeah like right mm-hmm. on the
0: border and uh yeah there were a lot of vietnamese people that came up um, from Portland so makes mm. a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. but yeah, um, what was your question Jen?
2: That
0: was pretty okay. good. I think you guys hit it without knowing
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just yeah, well, we grew up all over the West Coast But we were born in Seattle which um, has a pretty I think was on the list as well like number 15 of having the most Vietnamese people. Se- Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. Um, but we grew up in a suburb outside of Seattle, and so our neighborhood was pretty white. Like I said, we traveled all up and down the West Coast from ages eight to 12 when we were um, monks. And I know you guys know briefly about mm. that story already. We've shared that briefly with you guys. We also had a white dad growing up as well. He was our stepdad. I think a mm-hmm. couple of you guys might have known that. So yeah, it was it was weird, because we had a lot of like phases in our life where, okay, maybe we had our mom and our white dad in, the picture for a short period of time, and then we had the strangers, <laughs> the monks and nuns, and the guardians, or like, and almost kind of living like a foster child-like life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of, which was really, it was like one of the most transformational um, periods in our life for sure. When you first start being like conscious, I guess, like as a kid. So, yeah, we have a lot of memories from like living um, at a lot of Buddhist Vietnamese temples across the West Coast.
2: Did you guys speak a lot of Vietnamese growing up then, or was it like very limited because it seems like very different, right? Because I feel like the monks would speak a lot of Vietnamese and then your white father I feel like doesn't or did or I'm not sure.
0: Uh, We did um, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that term. Oh, yeah. It's like Sunday school.
1: Oh. Um,
0: but we lived at the school, so I was just kind of like.
1: <laughs> you just had to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So we learned our, most of our Vietnamese there, and I think we picked up a lot of the um, reading from reading a lot of Buddhist books and stuff too, the sutras, yeah. yeah, sutras and the and the prayers and stuff. So we actually memorized like whole books. But didn't understand anything. Yeah. <laughs> didn't understand anything at yeah, all. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Because I like, tell a lot of people, like just seeing maybe your last names and stuff, they would just think like, oh, they're Thai but I feel like t- knowing you guys, I feel like you guys do really affiliate with like being Vietnamese and like with your upbringing. So I th- yeah,
3: I was born in LA, but then my f- my family <laughs> moved up to NorCal. So I've oh, nice. been there since like elementary school and high school and all that. And then afterwards we came down. So I'm half Vietnamese, half Vietnamese and half Laos. So I understand both com- completely, like 100%. So if my parents talk to me, if I hear anyone else talk to me, I'll understand both. Um, it was just kind of, my parents, they really switch on the, the Lao and the Vietnamese a lot, so that's probably why I understand so much of it, because it wasn't mm-hmm. like, it, was just, it wasn't just one language, it was both, mm-hmm. and it was just constantly throughout my life. And I'm, I feel kind of fortunate because, I mean, I may not have the best speaking ability, but I at least understand a good portion of it, and went to college down here, and then just kind of been here ever since. So it's a good, I think it's a good 10, 15 years now. Wow,
1: yeah. That's cool. You got the NorCal experience, but you also got the SoCal experience.
3: Yes, there's, they're, they're kind of really different, I realize. Like yeah. NorCal is very chill. Which one do you like more? I like SoCal. I mean, I think just because there's a lot of hey. things to do. There's a lot of things to do, there's a lot of uh, people to see, and plus Disneyland's right here, so that's always the bonus. <laughs> of course. You know?
1: So it's funny, you know, with the twins, um, you guys both grew up with the temple. This is a stereotype, it's also truth. I grew up like at the nail salon. If you didn't know, Vietnamese are stereotypically like known to be like manicurists. Um, but there is, do you, do you actually know why?
2: Wasn't someone like trying to help like create jobs for Vietnamese women, and that was like a thing that they could pick yeah. up and sell
1: in, right? There's a Hollywood actress named Tippi Hedren, and she was helping refugees like integrate into like U.S. society. Oh wow! And like her own purse manicurist taught 20 women how to do their nails, oh. and actually a few of them startup beauty schools are still here in SoCal. amazing yeah which is amazing so the whole nail industry got you know overtaken by viet people hey so i grew up like you know after school i would go home and go to the nail salon and like so that's just like what i knew and like i think back then i wasn't ashamed of it but i just knew that it was like a stereotype and i was like why are people making fun of this but I feel like I embraced it because I'm like, hell yeah, I get free eyebrow wax and
3: you know? <laughs> my <laughs> like, nails always done. Free acrylics,
1: you know? <laughs> I think because of that, I never wanted to do my nails because I felt like I can always get them done. I don't know.
2: Yeah, my, my mom was a nail tech, and I'm not gonna lie, when I was younger, I definitely was kind of like ashamed, but only because, like, like it's a service industry job, right? Yeah, and it wasn't yeah. until I got mm-hmm. older. And my mom explained to me that like her job is so wonderful because she gets to make other people feel beautiful. prettier. Mm-hmm. That I like was like, oh my god, that's like so touching and makes like what she does so rewarding because she could like do anything she wants, but she chooses to be a nail tech, right? Like it isn't like a like she wants to like make people feel beautiful. When I was younger, I felt bad asking my mom to do my nails or like do, doing anything for me, right? Cause I'm like, oh, she's always working really hard mm-hmm. servicing other people. I don't want her to do that I for agree. me. But now that I'm older and when I visit home, she's like always wanting to do my nails. And like, now it's like a bonding experience for us. Aww. So like, I'm like down for it now.
1: But it's funny now, like my mom, she also likes that bonding experience of like doing my nails. like but sometimes I feel like it's because she wants to like interrogate me because like I literally can't
3: move Oh yeah, yeah. You're, you can't kiss She's there. like, That's
1: she's true still. So she's like asking me like, so... What's your boyfriend? Yeah I'm like, when are you getting married? <laughs> um, I'm actually curious, do you guys have Viet names?
3: I don't I'm like probably one of the few people that does not I don't know why I don't have one Well, um, we can come
0: up with one for you well,
2: you, you guys don't have one right? so, You look like a Trung so, to me A Trung? Like,
0: Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Chung or your <laughs> <Jom. laughs>
2: Either one, either one.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we weren't given one at birth, but when we became monks, we got a uh, Buddhist name, which is like a dharma, oh. dharma name, for people uh-huh. who are familiar with like Buddhism. Uh, and it's, mine's Chung and mine's Tainyu. Taichung, and those are names Tainyu. that came straight out of um, like the, the Buddha sutras. So, oh, yeah. yeah. That's cool. So there were <laughs> five like baby monks, which is what we were considered as, because we were like kid monks. Uh, it's oh. called, it's called Chuk um, and okay. <laughs> So visually, if you guys can picture like a Chuk they would look like um, those little monks with a little ponytail in their heads, right? Have oh, you, yeah. Yeah. you guys ever seen yes. that? Yes, yes. So similar, it's like shaved, similar to Shaolin, like similar Sorry, yeah. to Shaolin, but not. Sorry. Um, we have, <laughs> the, we kind of, we were actually kind of rocking the undercut before it was big.
3: <laughs> wow, trailblazers. Yeah, like it,
0: it a basically, thing. it started off as a buzz cut, and then it, we grew all the way down to our belly buttons.
3: And, <gasps> what? That, okay. Nice. But nice. Soy, I think Soy has a Vietnamese name, no?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, my middle name is uh, like Kim or Kim, which is like gold, and then uh-huh. my first name is one, like Oanh. So it's mm. like Golden Oriole, that bird, you know?
3: Did you just say Oreo?
2: It's
3: a bird. It's bird. How do you say it? You know that bird? Oh, I think I know what
2: you're
1: trying to say. That bird. Yeah, I have a Vietnamese too and it's two parts, it's I and me. And my parents said, it's because there's like a famous singer apparently. they're like, she's pretty and beautiful. We want you to be that too. I don't And <God>. talented. <laughs> <laughs> i like, all right. Um, but it's funny, cause I feel like with Vietnamese, they always like shorten it to like the shorter one. So like me. So like, I just remember growing up and they always like yell that at a very, you know, high pitched, like scream. Like, when they're oh! mad
3: at you or something. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, good times. I'm kind of glad my last name is not Wing. I mean, like, I love the last name. Sorry. <laughs> but, but, no, because my name is so common. Like, Jennifer? Kevin Wing. Kevin Wing? It's like we Jennifer know, like, Wing.
0: 20 Jennifer Wins. I know. <laughs> wow. Wing. I love and the last we, name We love Wing, them though. all.
2: Yes, we love them all. I think I read somewhere that 40% of the Vietnamese people have the last name Wing. Actually, my mom and dad both have the last name Wing. So that was really confusing for the longest time. Cause I was like, I hope they you guys are related, and they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> but it's like really confusing, right? Cause if they're both wins, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. it makes a so, question. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so curious how Kevin became a common first name.
2: Yeah, right. Or, or is it I even know, a
0: how? how? Is that just, no. like, social media? Is that just me, like, social media? I
2: know, there's not even, like, a famous Kevin around any time, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I like
0: don't the office. <laughs> like,
2: what, what other famous Kevins? Yeah, is there, I
0: it, it, like, is there, like, a study we can look at? or? Yeah, we need a
2: documentary <laughs> about Kevin Nguyen. Yeah, on the Kevin Nguyen? Yeah. Get on that, Jen. Kevin
1: <laughs>
3: Nguyen documentary.
0: Benson, Benson just, just typed Gwayvin. <laughs> Quip, Quip Oh, quay, that is no, no, not quay lie, like that. No. Oh, maybe
2: there That's not a name like so oh. no, Quip is not a name oh, it's not stupid. a name, Is he trying to make a pun? He's no, kidding
3: No, it would have been spelled yeah, he's Q-U-E he's just kidding Q- Oh, Q- I was G- like, G- like G- how do you G- even G- say G- that? G- oh, got G- it, there it is I was like, what's a K-Vin? That's funny But
2: do you guys have, like Do you guys have, like Well, siblings Well, obviously the J-Rod twins have siblings But, like, for me, my parents' name Like, my name was Juan And then my brother's name was Min And then it went to, like Dan, Jolene, Matthew, Paul Oh, like slowly oh. they associate like Getting they started assimilating to like American <laughs> American culture yeah yeah
3: yeah. Oh, wow. yeah because
2: my it was like I guess this was hard because when I grew up with my name like being in kindergarten and having that name was very difficult for right. other people so I guess my mom started making it easier but yeah. I like my Vietnamese name a lot
1: Um, gonna interrupt by saying if you want to support us go to store.com for some Awesome merchandise. We're going to be designing new stuff, so keep an eye out. You guys touched about this a little bit earlier, but let's talk about the language. Um, how fluent are y'all? <laughs> I know I'm not very fluent. So. <laughs> I
3: like I, I get nervous because I hang out with Soy a lot. I get nervous around her because she's oh, like, <laughs> Do or is like number ten. I'm just like, oh yeah, my god, so can good, you not Soy. make me feel so little? Like this is so degrading
2: for me. No, I I I my Vietnamese isn't that great. I think like she the part of it that, that makes like, it like you
3: know, it's really true. no, it's really no, it's a really
2: confidence.
0: Good. Guys, Ooh, I have an it's idea. The I have yes. an idea. Mm. Yes. For the next minute, we only we can only speak Vietnamese. Oh no! <laughs> oh, <my God.
2: laughs> oh <laughs> tiếng Việt only. Let's go, let us titles. Here we
3: go. Yeah, okay, I'm already gonna lose. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> okay, wow. Sói bàng, soy đang ang gì vậy? Hang on. bàng soy đang ang
2: sừng nướng. Mấy em đang làm gì
3: Um. <laughs> i mean, you a bun me.
2: Hey! <laughs> Hello! Yeah, hey. two Vietnamese words
3: in there. I, I know
1: thing big, thing big. Oh, oh, big. All of a sudden, you Where? know
3: Vietnamese. What happened there?
0: Huh? Come, oh, yeah. come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. She got that, like, Vietnamese aegyo going on.
3: I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow, well, we're all, we, we all speak Thing Nam, huh? No one here speaks thing way or oh. thing.
3: See, like, I, uh, I don't even know the difference. Uh, to be honest, I, you know, I've just grown in this household, and all my friends they, have the same, like, they. I guess, dialect. Um, yeah, I guess yeah. well, I'm considered South or something. But so I never knew yeah. that there was a difference. Uh, yeah. But my Vietnamese speaking ability is like fifteen percent of. That. i was being generous. Fifteen percent right. of that.
1: So for our non-Vietnamese viewers, there are different dialects of Vietnamese. So it's like North, Central, South. Just to break it down more easy. Um, but a lot of people in America tend to be Southern Vietnamese, so yeah, so then we kind of know with the accents because it's very tonal and it's a very distinct yeah. dialect that we-
2: I, I think the Tessa is a uh, di vei or di ye. It's like oh, yeah, you yeah, say that. di vei. Ve, ve ve is ve. like north, right? And yei is like now. Oh, yes, There's is, so many is, is words you mix rice, up easily. Right? Uh, yes,
1: yes. Oh, yeah. I thought
3: funny. you were talking about like nook soy. so I was like, wait, what? <laughs> See Oh, like boiling is water. There's so many confusing. <laughs> so letters. many words, bro. See,
1: okay, so Vietnamese is very hard to learn because it's very tonal, and mm-hmm. yeah. you can so easily mix up words. Okay, wait. Uh, so I'm curious, did you guys go to Vietnamese school? Mm-mm.
3: I think that's why probably my Vietnamese is not the greatest, is I've never been to Vietnamese school. Mm-hmm. The only exposure I had was because my parents used to a long time ago they used to own a Vietnamese restaurant, yeah. so that was like my only I guess Vietnamese exposure, and then. I was in like I don't know what they call it. It's a certain certain of school where you get vacation So you don't get a summer you get vacation breaks throughout the year different versions on which one you could pick and I did notice as I had the February off that it was, I was in the class with a bunch of Vietnamese people that realized I guess that block period was because it landed a lot of ah, Vietnamese nice. people and Chinese people had the same class I had. So that was probably my only exposure in I regards see. to like being with Vietnamese language yeah. and Vietnamese people.
1: So I'm not sure if I shared this story with you guys, but I have shared it like on my social before and it's, it was cool because I bonded with a lot of people over it, it was pretty. So basically like my dad plopped me into Vietnamese school, second grade specifically with no prior knowledge you know i didn't know the alphabet i didn't know the accent so he just plopped me into second grade and they were already learning like words and i had no idea what was going on and i think it was actually like a catholic integrated school so you also have to learn like yeah a lot of like religious like text and whatnot in vietnamese (laughs) i was having such a hard time i failed everything and i felt so dumb because i wasn't in the right grade so i think because of that i felt really frustrated that I didn't know my language and I felt like it wasn't meant for me to be learned in a way, sadly, which is unfortunate. So now it's like, oh, looking back, I'm like,
2: I wish I kept up with it. And like,
3: I, do, I do, honestly do get intimidated with Soy because sometimes I'll talk to him, I'm like, what are you saying right now? Because I don't understand. <laughs> That's yeah. why
2: you don't hang out with me anymore. I see. Just let me know, bro. <laughs> I'll
3: but switch I mean, over. Like, but it is fun. Like when I do hang out with Soy, like, I do get to practice here and there because it really does help mm-hmm. sharpen my skills. Even if yeah. I don't have the best grammar, I do remember like a lot of things that starts coming back to me.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's mainly like vocabulary. Like once you build that, like you kind of yeah. can like formulate sentences and whatnot i feel like mainly embarrassed when i'm like talking to like elders
3: and oh, like yeah.
2: family they're mm-hmm. definitely like mm.
3: my so, grandma's like what are you saying oh my god so, sorry i'm so sorry i'm so embarrassing you
2: i think elders like appreciate the effort because you know like yeah. it's so hard retaining that culture mm. and if they see you put the effort even if they kind of make fun of you i know like they really appreciate it something <laughs>
1: <laughs> also feel really embarrassed at restaurants like even ordering like stuff like this like i could just yeah. say thump, thump, but i'm like
0: number 60 <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen a bunch of the new um like younger TikTok Vietnamese? Oh my god, they're so, yeah. Good. They're so good. Yeah, they're, they're so good. at Vietnamese. Fun. I thought and I was like yeah, so decent. I'm so, so incompetent. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, they're like these yeah. little high schoolers are speaking like way better god. Vietnamese. They're high school? I thought they're like middle school. They're so good. Or maybe middle so school. Yeah, even
3: middle school. Yeah. And they're yeah, like, they're, they're really up. good.
1: And they're like imitating like their moms in these yeah. like little skits. Yeah. And I'm like, "Ooh, I feel the fear." I'm Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, imitating the accent so well. So we have two food bloggers here. We can't
2: not talk about the food.
3: (laughs) Yes. I don't know.
2: That's hard, right? Because there's like
1: so many
3: different types of. I get asked
2: that. I feel like I get asked that a lot. But Vietnamese food is like my top tier food in general. Me too. Yes. Um, because of a the ingredients, right? We have a mixture of like herbs and like Mm -hmm. different flavors. But then we have very strong soup tastes, and like it's all very different. But um, for me, like like you know bun bao. Yeah. just really like Bun bale for so some good. reason. Like those little rice cakes and those things with a little bit of mum. And then like it's just... It's like my favorite dish, but it's like not very, I guess, like popular.
3: Sorry. My
1: favorite rhymes with yours. I like Bun sale.
3: Yeah, I oh, say my, my yeah. favorite is probably Bun She's sale. a rapper.
1: a so like pancake,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> I guess they call oh, it like really a like like crepe or something. Yeah. Yeah, Vietnamese um, crepe,
2: basically. I know, why are they just trying to... They just, just, just get Bun, bun sale. Yeah. We don't have to like have an equivalent, you
0: know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Um, I do, I do like bun sale. I think that's probably one of my favorites. I mm-hmm. also do enjoy boom rail and boom away. So. Oh, I like, like because I, I do way. like the soupy stuff, but I do choose boom away and boom mm-hmm. rail because there's like a lot of spices going on and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then I like a lot of desserts like java and like everything else. So mm-hmm. it's just it's there's so much. I really it's just I guess what I'm in the mood for. I will go and eat.
1: I just I love like spring rolls, bun everything, bun gong. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
0: no. Oh, cafe soda, Cafe oh, soda. Yes. Vietnamese coffee is number one. Vietnamese
3: number coffee. one. Do you guys like kentjul? Yes, I oh, love kentjul. Like, <laughs> <ganjul. laughs> That's
0: like one of my tops for sure. Kentjul yeah. with tikka, like that typical like oh, daily so meal. Yeah, like <laughs> ugh. or like gat ka, you know, it's so good. Do you guys huh? like um? Do you guys like uh, hua? Like kan kan hua? Mm. Uh, oh, I, I do like hua.
2: It's a <laughs> like very well, hard spicy. I don't taste know though.
0: what that
3: is. No. I'm so embarrassed. Bitter <laughs> melon,
0: right? <laughs> Yeah. Bitter, oh, oh, bitter melon? Bitter yes, melon. Yes, yes. Like okay, yeah. bitter melon? Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <So laughs> it's like, I know. It's like ground pork inside <laughs> or something like that? Yes, Mm-mm. yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I like. definitely acquired. <laughs> Actually, when, I, when acquired. I
1: go eat out with Justin and Jason, I feel like you guys teach me so much about, like, Viet food. <laughs> You're like, do you know what this is and this and this is? I'm like,
2: what? I've never done that. Yeah, dude, they cook like, they could, the, like, bomb the Vietnamese food pho- at too. I see their stories. Like, you guys
1: have that pho hack you do. With the onions or something? Wait, was
0: the, it? Like, oh. If, uh, oh, well, I mean, we Would make you... kind of a knockoff uh, at home, because mm. a lot of times we won't have, like, the actual spice bag, you mm. know, that you, like, drop yeah. in. And so we'll just, we'll just cook some chicken drumsticks and then add onions and just sweet to sweeten up the, the, the broth. And Put then some just... bok nam in there. Yeah, bok <laughs> yeah, yeah, nam. Yeah. Wow. And <laughs> then, <laughs> yeah. A
3: little <laughs> MSG,
2: you know, a little MSG. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Little <laughs> secret <more. integrated.
3: laughs>
1: Well, do you guys cook other v- dishes? At
3: home? Um, I don't cook at all. I, I really don't. It's pretty, I mean <laughs>
2: Michael's like I don't have to Michael.
1: <laughs> I
0: remember
3: this conversation.
2: He's like I just go out and eat. <laughs> I love eating with Michael. <laughs> I don't own a kitchen, Michael, Michael says. <laughs> I've never seen a refrigerator, Michael says. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um I
3: yeah, I don't I don't really cook, but um I, you know, I love my parents, so they honestly cook like a lot of Vietnamese just, just for mm. me, too, if mm. I ever need to. Ugh, so um, lucky. But yeah, I, I love Vietnamese food, so I, I would like to try. I just, I don't feel like I would re- remember a lot of the ingredients and I'm recipes saying. and stuff.
1: Wait, my mom's tried to teach me before, but then, like, she always, like, just pushes me aside, it's like, let me do it. Mm. And then I, she's like, just watch me. So I'm like, okay. And then I watch her. She's just like eyeballing. Like, you do this,
2: this, this. this. I'm like,
0: okay, yeah. well, well, what's yeah, that ingredient called? Yeah. measuring it's cups. Just, yeah. So like, yeah,
3: what's so, that? It's
2: yeah, so, so w- funny. I, I, asked my, I asked my mom for like a recipe the other week. Oh, I was like, <laughs> oh, I want to film a video. And then she just gave me the ingredients. And then I was like, okay, so what are the steps? And then she's like, how, <laughs> how did it turn out? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> my mom told me to look like, at how, YouTube. Was it good? And I was like, no, I want your recipe.
1: What do you love the most about being Viet? And
3: we'll end it with that. I want to say food just because I love the food. hmm But that's just me. I, I, there's just something about the food for me that I feel a connection to. I, I don't know if it's because my parents had a restaurant and I just feel like, oh, like we've been making hoi and like stuff like that all our lives. So I feel a connection with that. Um, but that was, that was the premise of our... Uh, my upbringing was they, they had a hoi restaurant, so they would make a lot of that and just sell it out.
0: Uh, like growing up, I definitely had identity issues when it came to like embracing the Vietnamese, I guess like heritage and just the just the culture. Um, and I actually didn't really know what it what it looked like to me as as a Vietnamese American, s- seeing that there was like so much so many clashes of culture in my household and just yeah, it was really hard. And so I think like throughout most of my adolescence, um, I really to not be Vietnamese, I guess. Like, I kind of like resisted it. Thankfully, through YouTube and through like, exploring that career, um, and then like, covering Vietnamese music and doing Vietnamese music, I I sort of found a way to um, explore Vietnamese culture again and um, embrace it, I guess. Our upbringing was A very interesting one and I truly don't think that we would have became monks and lived in a temple if we weren't Vietnamese. It was just a very unique situational thing that just happened to us and um, I'm grateful that we got to experience that because it really shaped who we are, our morals, our beliefs. For example, I don't know if your parents were refugees, were they? For me, yes. Yeah so I, I think yeah like my mom just she she was the only person from our family who escaped from Vietnam and then so yeah I think just her struggles and everything just also really help shape us into who we are today as well too and so yeah i'm thankful for that aspect of our you know our cultural upbringing, upbringing yeah
2: oh yeah that's like a really powerful story and i like like totally resonates with me because i feel like when i was growing up i was really into like um kind of like k-pop in the korean culture and I was kind of like suppressing being Vietnamese for a hot second like really really quick second only because like it was like cool and all this like trendy stuff and I was like feeling kind of like oh like I wish like Vietnamese people were cool right I realized that like why can't I be a cool Vietnamese person you know like why can't I help other you know Vietnamese kids and like families and understand that like being Vietnamese is so amazing all stems from like family right in our in our Vietnamese culture like that's the number one thing like I learn Vietnamese because my mom's an immigrant and she only spoke Vietnamese. And I speak Vietnamese to my siblings because I want that culture to like maintain, you know. I don't want it to disappear and it's something that really like connects us on like a different level. It makes it like different and special yeah i just like want to continue to like have that feeling of like pride in my culture even though i've never been to vietnam like period and i'm pretty sure if i ever go to vietnam i probably would stick out like a sore thumb you know not because of my colored hair but probably because of my like terrible vietnamese it's definitely like something special about us and i didn't realize that until like i got older that is like so key right like i could be anything else but i'm vietnamese so i definitely like feel like it's a very powerful thing and just like you guys like i like embrace it a lot more now. And I want other people to feel comfortable embracing it, you
1: know? Yeah, I know I really connect with what you guys said. And like, for me, it is like something different. Like when I was growing up, like, I feel like I always connected specifically with my Southeast Asian friends and Vietnamese friends specifically. I never really understood why until like more recently. And I feel like just like being proud of being Southeast because a lot of us, or sorry, a lot of our parents are immigrants, but they are like most likely war refugees and they, been through so much, been through so much trauma and like to be here and just the fact we're thriving, you know, doing our own thing, like because of them, I think that means a lot to me. So I try to carry that with my heart and like, you know, live my best life because that's what my parents literally sacrificed like their lives, like and their livelihoods to be here. So I think that's what makes me proud and to see other Vietnamese people thrive too. Like, yeah, so that's why I say you guys, you know, like being like doing your thing. I'm like, yes, (laughs) like more of this, so makes me happy.
2: It's so interesting because we all do like creative things and it's not very like normal, right? right? So like our parents really had to give up a lot for us to just like do what we love. Mm. And that's just like such so a good. beautiful thing and experience in thank general. Thank you, mom. Thank <laughs> you. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Wait, my mom's still here though, but thank you. Okay, so
1: last shout out to our plus one from Patreon, Hando, Hando. Thank you for being here with us and celebrating our Viet culture. Um, We have a podcast on all the platforms, so if you want to listen to us there, we are on all all of those. Um, Grab some merch at WongFuStore.com. And for more content like this, subscribe to us and see you next Thursday. Yay, bye! Bye, Bye. Ciao! Ciao. Bye,
3: ciao! (laughs)